Coordinated, episode 174, SSD, Accommodations Waivers. Greetings, AP Coordinators. I'm Derek Kometa. And I'm Rachel McBride. And you're listening to... Coordinated, the podcast for AP Coordinators. Thanks for joining the conversation, collaboration, and, of course, coordination. Hello, Rachel. Hello again, Derek. So we have spent the better part of the last two months focusing our conversations on SSD, and we've finally gotten to our mini-series finale, a pretty dramatic moment, if I do say so myself. (laughs) Right. We've covered many of the common and less common accommodations. Episode 166 and 167. We talked about how to submit requests for accommodations. Episode 168. Special format exam materials, an important step for us AP coordinators. Absolutely. That's episode 169. Then we had a conversation on proctors, testing rooms, and equipment for AP exam administration. Episode 170. The new accommodations filter in AP Registration and Ordering. A crowd favorite, episode (laughs) 171. Conflicts in a student's exam schedule due to extended time. Episode 172. And last episode, episode 173, we talked about the new process for completing and retaining NARs otherwise known as the Non-Standard Administration Report. So we've all spent a a lot of time together on SSD. Special thanks to everyone who has been with us the whole way through. We love the the professional podcast persistence. (laughs) It It feels like we've covered almost everything. And now, Rachel... We are going to talk about what to do when much of the planning for our students with accommodations is, I'm using air quotes here, waved away. (laughs) And I guess I mean both waved, W-A-I-V-E-D, away, and waved, W-A-V-E-D, away. (laughs) Clever and so true. Let's get into it. So what happens when a student wants to waive their approved accommodations? I have to say that this is something that occurs at my school almost every year. Let's clarify what we are talking about. Students with approved accommodations may decide that they do not want to use their accommodations during testing. And if so, There is a process that should be followed. Right. Keeping track of accommodations can be a challenge in the first place. And when students decide to waive their accommodations, well, that adds another layer. And that's not all. Students can also waive their accommodations for one exam while keeping their accommodations for another. A process for keeping track of which accommodations are being used and which have been waived can be helpful. In fact, I'd say it's a must. Okay, please, 
please expand on that a bit. Or maybe I should say, please extend on that. Could we have, <laughs> could we have 50% more explanation, please? <laughs> well, whether or not students use their approved accommodations can impact many things. It can impact the number of proctors and testing rooms. It can also impact the equipment for some exams. It can impact whether or not I order special format exam materials. Derek, it can impact a lot of things for me, but it's not all about me. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. More importantly, waiving an approved accommodation is a big decision for the student. It can definitely impact the student on exam day. It's a decision that should not be taken lightly by any party, the student, parents, and the school. And the school includes the AP teachers, counselors, SSD coordinator, and of course, the AP coordinator. So here's how the process works. It's a, it's a short but important to-do. If a student under age 18 wants to forego College Board-approved accommodations on AP exams, before exam day, schools should obtain a signed statement from the student's parent or guardian acknowledging this waiver. If the student is over 18, the student must sign a statement agreeing to the waiver of accommodations. Now, that said, many schools still require the parent or guardian to approve as well. Now, including the parent or guardian for students over 18 is a local decision. Either way, a statement waiving accommodations should be kept on file at the school. And for future reference, everything that we just shared can be found in My Best Friend, the AP Coordinator's Manual, Part 2. Speaking of best, any best practices to share? Absolutely. I'm all about the best practices. So first, I recommend communicating with students well in advance to confirm the student will be using their accommodations. This can impact the number of proctors and testing rooms, as we've already mentioned, and I want to know this as early as possible. Second, this is just something I do at my school. It's not an AP program policy. I also inform students and parents that they cannot change their minds within a week of the exam. We don't want to hire a proctor for one student who then comes in on exam day and says he or she doesn't want to use the approved accommodation. Thank you for sharing. Those are some good lessons learned through experience. And I think, I think that takes us to our episode summary. That it does. Our last one for the SSD miniseries. I hope it's a good one. Uh, no pressure, Derek. <laughs> <laughs> right. right. No pressure. <clears throat> one. Students may choose to waive their approved testing accommodations. Two, students may choose to waive their accommodations by exam, meaning they may keep their accommodations for one exam and waive their accommodations for another. And three, schools should secure documentation if a student wants to waive their accommodations. Parent or guardian approval is required if the student is under 18 years of age, 
How was that for a summary? <laughs> Good stuff. I'll give you a thumbs up emoji. <laughs> and now <laughs> you you mentioned the word wave in your last summary point. And speaking of waivers, it's time to wave, W-A-V-E, wave goodbye to our SSD miniseries. It's been fun and, well, can I say the conversation has been quite extended? <laughs> <laughs> it has been. Uh, it has been an extended conversation for sure. At least 50% longer than most. <laughs> pro- probably closer to 100%. So as we, as we wave goodbye to our SSD miniseries, we also say hello to the start of AP exam administration. It's almost here. Rachel and I will be back next episode for some final thoughts and best, best, best practices. Please don't miss it. We'll talk with you soon. Coordinated is presented by the AP Program and the AP Coordinator Experience Team. We thank Jackie Ray for our theme song, Good As Gold. Jackie is a former AP Music Theory student at Oakton High School in Vienna, Virginia. Additional vocal support by myself, Carly Suge, AP Coordinator at Costa Mesa High School in Southern California. AP Coordinators, we cannot say it enough. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. We appreciate you. And for all your support of AP students, you are truly good as gold.